2: Trap
4: nerds. Trap nerds. Real n*** like you like he never, never heard.
5: We in this piece. Welcome, nah, welcome, 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 welcome. Howdy,
4: howdy, howdy. It's the Trap Nerds Podcast, episode 26, bitches. All right, you can go now, snack. you
5: start? You should did that at first. You, I wanted you to interrupt battle you. Battle <laughs> <laughs> axe? I wanted to. Oh, okay. There, to was cut. that Was that what the... Uh, I, Yep, I've never
1: suspected. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Welcome to the Trap Nurse Podcast. How y'all doing today?
1: We doing good, man. Blessed and highly favored. Blessed and mm-hmm. highly favored. Bro, I got the biggest That's hangover long. ever right now. This shit sucks.
5: she's out sinning last night?
4: Nah, I was at the house chilling shit. I should have went out, <laughs> but it went shit going on. I might get out today, though, depending on how I feel. I'm taking a nap shit sometime today. I know
5: that fucking bitch.
4: But <laughs> fuck it. All right. Shit, since Snacks muted and shit, I'm finna be childish How did how was your week, Baku? Dre, we was already at.
5: I was like, you know, let's kind of segue into how was your week? Uh Baku, how's your week?
4: I'm uncomfortable. This is funny as
1: fuck. I'm uncomfortable. Just, uh, Tony, how Uncomfortable.
4: You
5: sound like a little bit
1: of want to shit yeah
6: you ever wake up and just say fuck today? That's where I'm at right now. Which is crazy cuz yesterday was such a great day. Actually, I just was such in a great mood yesterday. I think I wore myself out and today. I'm just like fuck it. Wow. It's not like yesterday. It. Yeah. But uh, my week has been it's been all right.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. It
6: sounds promising,
5: I You know, I I was going to say what you need to talk about Tony, but then last time we got kind of sad, so yeah, let's Yeah, he say. did make it this sad
4: not, to not, last time. Not much not much going on. Not
6: mm, much going still. on this week.
5: If you ever need to talk Tony, we're we'll here for
4: you. you having like Random, like the grassy problem. Don't
1: volunteer me to talk to nobody. Sure. Ba- hey, so Baku, the Ba-Ku. first <laughs> one gonna
4: call you. Just know this, Tony. you gonna
1: be like, you okay? Drake, quit volunteering me to call people. No, I ain't, man. Don't lie. Oh, uh,
4: shit.
1: That's funny. Baku, was your week? You still? I'm still uncomfortable. Don't ask me. Why are you so
4: uncomfortable, cuz? Because it ain't my turn, man. Turn. We had he a routine. Man.
1: No, it's Drake's turn. Drake was supposed to go first.
5: He already did.
1: Oh, well, shit.
4: Well, fuck my old job. AKA, you. Know? Shit, I got a new job because they hold me. All right, let me just like explain real quick how fucked up labor is in Louisiana type shit. Like they will work your ass till you finna fucking die. Like nigga, you could go you you can you can go to the hospital and they will try to make you come back the next day even if the doctor say you got to like stay out some days and shit. That sound
1: like Amazon. That's everybody. That's everybody. Don't don't cancel me, Jeff. All All right, so
4: nigga, I carried a treadmill to a third floor of an apartment. Like a running treadmill, I carried that bitch up to the third floor by myself. By yourself? Yes,
5: dude.
4: Jesus. Hey, nigga, shit. I'm skinny, but shit, nigga, I, I bench like a motherfucker. I can bench for. Like... Ain't have nothing to
1: do with being skinny or nothing. Uh, I'm, strong being strong. Fuck. Just, I'm strong. I'm they're strong. I'm strong as fuck. Just, I couldn't yeah, do that shit, but that just that just that just too much. That just too much effort for me. So like, nah, I did that shit. Then
4: had to go do some shit in the warehouse, right? So then, like, they try to make me do one more, but I'm like, dead ass, my body's fucked up right now. I'm not finna go on this job, try to move this shit and fuck up these people's shit, because they're just gonna come back on me, right? So, shit, I went home. So that night, they told me I had off the next day, right? So the next day, I called to see what time I go in, type shit. The next day, why why the office people literally told everybody I quit, type shit? What? Literally. Why would I quit on my off day?
1: That's the
4: word. and then when I try to get That's unemployment, the thing ever. then like I, like I ain't in a trip. Like I, I said, what the fuck was up? And they literally said I walked off the job. So shit. Then I called, you know, signed up for unemployment and all this shit. They denied my shit and told the unemployment people I walked off the job when they gave me off. Now, I'm y'all tonight. some hoes for it, but i am a to yep. chill. It's
0: the
4: rules. But shit, the, the labor rules. union has like been looking at their ass. So it's like, shit, that's above me now, shit. They, I, shit, them fucking me over just gave them another reason to just put more eyes on their dumb ass. So I ain't even tripping. But, and then I got hired at a, like, a steel plant. So it's like I'm doing the same shit and my schedule looking pretty okay, like 62-ish. And I get paid more, so, you know, I ain't even tripping. But they did fuck me for Virginia, though. They did that shit. But other than that, you know. I gave that ass four years. Fuck him. Yeah, I gave that ass moderate, four man. years. But my bad. What we got on the show thread, man? <laughs> I had to let that one out.
1: You're not going to tell us how your week was, Baku? He uncomfortable. Oh, I ain't saying nothing, so I, I, I don't know, man. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm comfortable now. I'm, I'm back comfortable <laughs> What the again. fuck? Now that I'm back in the area that I'm supposed to be in. That's, um, that's
4: why you was uncomfortable this whole fucking... Yeah. Oh, my
1: yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I looked at some track and field. I've been looking at the Olympics all week. Hey, I've the Olympics has been
4: though. going in, though. You know, I ain't a sports nigga, but the Olympics interesting. Even though you
1: have to wait till you already know the results, because stuff happened all super early over there in Japan or whatever. Then we don't right. get to get it to prime time when everybody already know what happened.
4: It's but like when they when they shit pop off. It's like two in the morning here. Yep. Type yep.
1: shit. I did that and I looked at another mediocre uh, DC movie. But other than that, it's been a good week. Xavier,
5: my week was good. It was it's it a good week. Um, I, I nailed my audition for Dallas Comedy House, so um, I start my training. To uh, you know, be there regularly, be on a regular improv team. So, and we are having somebody from Dallas coming to house on the show today. So, I'm pretty excited. How
1: does the how does the audition work for the improv? They team? Give you a well, scenario you, it, or
5: some shit? It, yeah, it's really cool. So, it's people. It was like a lot of people I didn't know we was in the room, and they they I invited eight people up on the stage. I was part of the eight people, and they give us a word, and we just go from there. It's like I think they said it's montage style. Like, uh, one word was a uh, chandelier, and then we just acted out from that. And with humor, of course. And that was my first and my second one. They had already picked the group that for me to be in. And we was like the first group up, and I got an email the next day that we got it. The group I was with was hilarious. Everybody who was in there auditioning was freaking hilarious. It, it was like, it was like really intimate. Like it was like dark. Everybody in there was auditioning that was watching. So, they was laughing. Like, we was all improv people. So, we was laughing at each other, like, right. keeping each other motivated and shit like Trying that. Trying
4: to keep a character and shit and not laugh at times and shit. Yeah, but, I mean,
5: it was fun. It was super funny. And it's, like, something that it's going to be, like, I think they said it's going to be, like, weekly. Or uh, monthly, I think, uh, at the Comedy House. But we're having them on today, so we can ask more, talk more about it. But, like, that was dope. So, that was the defining moment in my life.
1: We're going to be there.
5: Definitely. Defining moment in my life.
1: Again, I must stress, stop volunteering me for stuff. Don't say damn, we. that's your damn like, bro. You're going to see his stand-up act And you're going to like it And, and you're going to well, like it Well, it's not
5: stand-up It's improv this, this one is improv I'm still working on my stand-up I want to work a little bit more on my stand-up And you're going to like
1: it And you're going to clap I might, uh I might say I'm gonna go, but you know what? Fuck
4: it, I I go and heckle up. his ass. Go be a heckle. Yo, hey,
5: Baku, act, Baku, he acting like a little prune now, but Baku is like really one of the most supportive persons that that.
1: Stop! Stop! I'm Dad, not lying. Stop, he, uh, stop he, doing he, it.
5: That nigga will show off for some shit. Hey, stop, uh, stop, hey,
1: stop! Stop! I saw you
4: walk that old lady across the street the other day too, nigga. Get <laughs> your nice ass. Nah, just, I, have,
1: <laughs> I have a persona I have to keep, man. <laughs> to the so nobody bothers me. <laughs> that is hilarious.
5: But well, yeah, that's how my week go. Baku, how's your week? I already said, go ahead, go to show thread. That shows how much I listen. <laughs> <laughs> show thread. Zoned <laughs> all out on his shit. So South Park, creators of South Park, just signed a huge deal. Go One down, South Park on. have time.
7: Friendly, Friendly faces, faces everywhere. I'm, go I'm, I'm,
5: I'm tell t- t- They just signed a nine hundred million dollar deal with Viacom CBS. Uh, that deal includes. Uh, um, I think, it, I think it like three more seasons, right? Now, no, I thought they said eight, six years, like, eight years over the next six years, so six, six seasons. Years. Yeah, see. six. Years. And, and it's th- the richest deal in TV history, and they also got got a couple of movie deals in it. Uh, I think they're gonna put that. I think that's that's what's gonna help them draw attention to Paramount Plus, right. that that new streaming service.
4: And allegedly, they, they got a game coming too type shit. Mm-hmm. It ain't confirmed, confirmed. But the stick of truth and the fraction, but hold was actually all
1: right. <laughs> the first eight to 10 seasons of South Park was some of the greatest TV of all time. Boy. Yes. That's why we cuss like this now.
5: Yeah. Greatest. Literally, yeah.
1: The topics they talked about and everything was great. The greatest topics they talked about, they ain't scared to talk about certain topics and Ain't scared of shit. Slightly C- racist, and y'all know me. I like my humor. Oh, uh, Kanye, so a gay fish. I, right. Speaking of Kanye, did like, y'all see this, all this stuff that was yeah, on like, about him. Yeah, something? he
4: done locked himself in the uh, stadium and shit to finish the album and shit.
5: That's just that's just Kanye being Kanye. Hey, that, yeah, does that really seem like some? Re- that really seem like something that's that's different of him hey,
4: to do that. When I when you need, <laughs> hey, I've went in the forest for like two days, type shit, to get my course. shit. Sometimes you gotta go into a random area and get your shit together.
5: Well, his random area costs a hundred million dollars right. a night. Also. Uh, that's what that's like, like what yeah, I ain't, fuck, like I ain't got it like How that. I ain't got it. How fucking rich are you, man? I'm not one of the people that hate hey, rich people, but I'm, I'm just tell you like, right now, damn. I'm
1: tell you right now, he ain't paying a hundred million dollars.
5: I'm just, like, yeah, that's damn. probably they probably yeah. capped most of that. They
1: gave they gave him a deal. They know right now he got a deal. Deal.
5: yeah because yeah. 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 he's in the Mercedes-Benz t- uh, Stadium in which city? Not yeah. in New Orleans. Nah, you know you know the Superdome ain't Mercedes no more. Really?
4: Yeah, it's it's just it's the Superdome still, but it's not the Mercedes
1: Superdome type shit. Which oh
5: okay, well he's in another one. I think that's in. Uh, I forget where it's at, but that's where he's at. That's crazy. I mean, it's Kanye. It's, go- it's Kanye
1: going back to going back to South Park. It ain't as good as it used to be, but it's still a solid show. It ain't good as it used to yeah, be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they movies they movies be actually good though. I like their movies though. Yeah, they adapted to the, one the times, type shit. To me, yeah, like, they
5: and like, bro, they they, you they know, know, wait they, for they, shit they,
1: to come out,
4: type shit, just so they could talk about it, type shit.
5: You know, they released that Satan and the Satan and Christian stuff, like back when Christianity was like big. Bro, Satan was in
4: a like, gay relationship with Saddam Hussein. Yeah, said, bro. How Christianity did they get away was with big. That?
1: Like Christianity was was never big. No, remember Don't that. Don't talk about like when it was
5: like real like when it was like really, really, really. You remember that episode like, bro, they got death, really death threats
4: for?
1: When they uh pinned Muhammad on there, but
4: then like they got death threats so they still pick Muhammad yeah, there when he was that
5: too. He was just censored
4: the whole episode. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, bro. Like, i'm just saying i'm just saying that to say like they don't they don't give up. they like for a good minute they ain't give a fuck right like, at all <laughs> Matt Stone and that's on tom cruise on trying Jesus. to shoot him
4: for the scientology
1: huh? shit yeah Matt Stone and train parker a man remember the jennifer lopez hand jennifer yeah you know she <laughs>
5: I just read a story where she actually hate that they did that, and like she fired somebody hey, off. Hey, Tony, set.
4: did you like that episode? <laughs> <laughs> okay,
5: that's, nice that's, messed up. Messed up.
6: that's <laughs> my that.
4: episode. Is
6: that is that how we're starting today? That was my yeah, one. That that's, was that's my messed one
5: for they- Tony, you was kind of quiet. Been you know hadn't chimed in. Look, Xavier didn't even get well,
1: the joke. He didn't even get the joke. Man. I didn't. Yeah, all did. Yes, I did. Because <laughs> yes, <laughs> y'all
5: finally showing people that he he has Mexican in him. Y'all been making it seem like he all white. <laughs> Jeez, guys. All right, that was right.
4: What you just said right there. (laughs) Tony don't even sound like that, goddamn. What else? That's you in that office. You've been in that office too long, nigga. (laughs) <laughs> Wait
1: a minute, they, how much money did they give? Nine hundred million. Nine hundred million. They should just went to with straight billionaire. Say, mm-hmm. <laughs> but say bro, imagine how much bro that say show they has. Probably
4: billionaires, and that was probably what tipped them into the billions type mm-hmm. shit.
5: And you know, god come, they they be packing money. Remember yeah. the shit they did to Dave Chappelle, they
4: own everybody type shit.
1: Yeah, and uh, so
4: like TV, Walt Disney. Y'all remember that so
1: when they were measuring penises? and carpet fat that he had a real <laughs>
4: And but he was so fucked up in the head. <laughs> Bruh, now nah, remember when Cartman finally got a girlfriend and then she got fat like him and started beating his nah, head? No, the Mari episode. The
5: Mari episode.
4: Wait, which one was the Mario episode?
5: When Carmen was a bad kid, oh, it, and I had the little girl. Body, up,
1: whatever, I do what whatever, I whatever. I do what I want. No, this is the, when Carmen got her revenge, on oh boy, Scott, oh, Tetterman. he cooked his parents. Scott, oh, Tetterman. his parents, bro.
4: Yeah. Jesus, and then yeah. put yeah. him in chili. Man. Yeah, <laughs> no, do you remember the episode? He thought he was dead, so he went to try to apologize to everybody he fucked over and gave that nigga a gift of a <laughs> uh, fruit basket. Yeah. Uh-huh. But bro, For right. South Park, you got too many memories, bro. Like. We grew and up, and that's a episode. lot of money for
5: them because that they not they not spending that much money on animation. Right. I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. So most of them, so most of that money is going to go into their pockets. That's dope. Shout out to South Park and the creators. Pissed everybody off, but we love them. Been doing you know for like what? That, years. I, I remember back in the nineties, our parents was like so worried about Bart Simpson him being bad, but they didn't know how bad South Park was. What
1: they never cared
4: about me. Yeah, i was about anything. to say like nigga. <laughs> I watch comic nigga. Different. The only shit they cared about. We can still watch
5: Simpsons, but there's like Bart Simpson's bad.
4: The only shit big, I couldn't uh, watch was B T Uncut and Real Six, take one. I, w- I used to watch all of them. I used that. to watch both of them. I used to sneak into it, but yeah. <laughs> I wasn't getting caught. I had like the last channel button on Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Don't we? Mine's is Nickelodeon. My last channel was Nickelodeon. You know, you know,
4: goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you, was little, you was on the channel you weren't supposed to be on. Then, you know, my people had the good cable plan, so we had all the channels and shit. Cinemax had the softcore porn and shit.
5: <laughs> you know, people that think that uh, Earth is, we're all assimilation, say that that right there isn't part of a glitch in assimilation, that everybody did that same exact thing. Where they changed, watched Real Sex on one channel and changed it back to uh, Nickelodeon or Disney. That camera. just
4: showed half of us was perverted as fuck as children and didn't want to get <laughs> caught for being perverted. That is literally all right. it is. I'm trying to see some titties, but I ain't trying to get caught theories. trying to see
5: titties. Huh. <laughs> oh. But um yeah man, that's dope for them. Like I said, I I wouldn't stop I mean I haven't watched the show in a while but
4: Oh you sleep. That last season was funny as hell. Well I didn't see the last season. That's the one I missed the whole pandemic
5: thing, I missed it. Oh the pandemic
4: special is funny. But yeah, it's it's like it's all HBO bags though. Teg- but I mean Teg- Teg- they're the farms, one- nigga. When Randy <laughs> they're, they're said, Fuck it and op- the opened a weed farm and got rich. <laughs>
5: but uh yeah, like South Park is like one of them shows that's cancel proof also. Right. It
4: like it has to be. All this wild they, they've shit done they it they all. Done talked about. <laughs> They done talked about everybody. They, that, they don't give yeah. a fuck about Barbara Streisand. And I still don't know why they hate her that much. Oh, <laughs> you know because she, said?
6: she she said she fucking hates the state of Colorado and she's never going back. Mm-hmm. And you know, they are
1: from Colorado. Colorado.
4: Dang. Oh shit. Anything so is counterproof That is when hilarious. You when you don't pay that
1: when you don't pay funny. attention to the hundred people on Twitter who are complaining about stuff. That's true that's, that's what Bill Burr did Bill Burr, <laughs> Bill Burr. And nothing ever happened. They tried to catch him After Saturday Night Live And nothing ever happened Every
5: chance so, I get I'm gonna shout out Bill Shout out to Bill Burr Cause that nigga Cause all the white people fucked. Got mad Bill him Burr the
1: one with the
4: nose That be speaking to politics People and shit right
5: Nah uh uh-uh. uh That's George Carlin. You, you talking about Bill Maher You talking about Bill Maher Maher Yeah that's the one That's what,
4: what I was thinking
5: about Bill Burr is like He's red like They he's tried like, to catch
1: him After Saturday Night Live Cause he was Uh Trashing all the white women, he said. Saying. Oh, he called Oh, that nigga, yeah, he's funny
5: as hell. He like, when did the pandemic and racial injustice become about you, white bitches? I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn And then the uh, the ever famous Grammys announcement when they sh- cut the camera to him. He was like, "Anybody want to sh- uh, Blood their fucking brains out after that piano solo?" I was like,
1: "Damn!" And then you know what he doing when somebody try to cancel him? He just ignore him. And then yeah, because <laughs> the hundred people on Twitter, earth. the, the hundred people on Twitter don't have no power if you don't acknowledge them. That's yeah, the, it's, it's just, the, just a small group of people. True. They make it grow with.
5: Keep on. Most like, people do not care about
1: half he jokes that people say. Most people do not care about at all.
5: Himself. And then, when, since when do we start not laughing at everything comedians say, bro? Like it's
1: not.
5: <laughs> everything. I don't know about that. Hey, I've been listening to the Versailles of I don't know what he was doing. Ne- never mind. No,
7: <laughs> oh,
1: they
5: have their limits. They have their limits, and that is oh, one of the limits. Doing. And like they don't have the one. Like i hey, not
4: ever aw. have one of them moments. <laughs> And yeah, you black, so uh, niggas just gonna be confused.
5: Like, is he all right? <laughs> but um yeah, man, that's dope for South Park. Shout out to South Park. Next up on the show thread, uh so Jedi Fallen Order two has been released. So Dre, I'm gonna kick it Not to you. Good. What was it? what?
4: Well,
6: it hasn't been released
4: it ain't been released y'all it's been it's been confirmed uh ea recently confirmed that it's all good man cuz you know they still got the star wars license for like i wanna say what two more years type shit so they confirmed fallen order 2 which is like me personally i'm happy because ea is trying finally start trying to do right by the world they still ea is still the devil for the record but you know it's good that they you know starting to actually come to their fucking senses that people play single player games still because, you know, they started that, them, they was the real beginning of their like, microtransaction. We got to make games last for, like, damn near a decade type shit. But you said to give us a different Madden that is technically
5: the same Madden every year. Shit don't make no damn sense. You can't be that fucking money hunter. But and I, I and I used to stand in. We used to stand in line getting every single one that released every year too. Like that's back why back. I don't play sports and shit. Like I just <laughs> like that shit never made sense to me. Like it's
4: literally the same fucking game every year. And then if you got the game, one from last year, and internet the rosters gonna update regardless. So it's just like yeah, they
5: started doing that once. Year. Yeah.
4: Like I hate that shit. Like the shit. Like you, you want money that bad, nigga. Like y'all, y'all don't even need that type shit. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're working on a single player game. And Fallen Order was like they could expand a lot with the Fallen Order universe because that's like that in between, like right after Order sixty six and shit. And you know we ain't got enough stuff for like people that you know the shit that popped off during that little area in, in Star Wars. So you know, shout out EA, fuck EA, but shout out to them right quick for confirming that
5: Tony, our other game, gaming aficionado what, what's your uh, thought I mean
6: I didn't I didn't actually know until Dre just said something I wow. literally
4: just saw that shit this morning that's why I was like we gotta talk about though <laughs> yeah that was, I, I don't know I
6: didn't actually finish that game but I do know everything that happens in it
4: it get deep mm-hmm. son like yeah when you finally figure out like what really happened that day type shit how he got to yeah. and like his master save and shit it's like ooh it was like when of them, all that shit happened the day Order 66 went down type shit. When he be having the flashbacks and shit, when he training and shit. Yeah. Once he finished all that shit, they was the only Jedi. It was only two Jedi's on it, on the, uh, what it is, Imperial Fleet. And so basically, I, I say
5: uh huh, like I know, I don't know.
4: Basically, uh-huh. it, they was the only two Jedi in a spaceship full of stormtroopers trying to murk their ass.
5: Oh damn, it's like of Two type shit. Yeah,
4: it got it went left type shit, but yeah, it's it's real. I like it. And he finally became a Jedi Knight and shit at the end. So yeah, it was it was straight.
5: Star Wars Battlefront is the only Star Wars game that I played. and both of them I had both of them. One on PSP and I had the one on a uh, PS4. That second one they came
4: out with like two years ago straight.
5: Yeah, I like it. It's, it's, it went I went through the, like online... the
4: entire shit in these trilogy. And I shit. like how they
5: did like I, I like how they did the online multiplayer, right? Just like Call of Duty campaign shit like that, uh-huh. and where you can actually warp as like Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker. And right. do like I like I, I like using Darth Vader and doing a force choke and shit, but, so, but basically Star Wars games are lit. I like Star Wars games. I, I yeah, mean I'm, they, I'm all for the Jedi. Have some, nice uh, have some nice Yeah, misses. and uh, also the other one, the one where uh, one where is uh, Darth Vader's is The Force Unleashed. Yeah, that's the one I played too.
4: Oh yeah, nice the Old Republic is still forever the goat and still one of the greatest RPGs of all times. I just thought I would mentioned it. Well,
5: we're going to a break. When we come back, we have our ever-famous movie review of the Suicide Squad 2 movie. After this.
0: State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future. Building off the hard work our parents have done before us, we all are looking to create generational wealth
3: At luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group, void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissel Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash to learn more. And plan your summer with Sean Paul. Sum 41, 30 seconds from Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club.
5: And we are back. Um, so... Suicide Squad 2.
1: It's not Suicide Squad 2. What yes, is it, it, it's a sequel, yes, man. It's what
5: Su- is the title? Is, is no,
4: it's, 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 called,
5: it's called, called The Suicide Squad. It's a sequel. Okay, The Suicide Squad. What is your thoughts on it, nigga? What the fuck? Like, Just go with your thoughts.
4: All right, before we even start this shit, James Gunn said it's just a standalone
1: shit. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. That's I know what I'm talking different. about. It's
5: a fucking sequel because they use the same No,
1: it's not character. a sequel. He said it's the like- The characters, said, not, all the characters are not the same. He
4: said, it's like, he, he basically, he said, he, it's, a, it's a total reboot type shit, but. Yes.
5: Okay, just, the Suicide Squad reboot. What are y'all thoughts on it?
4: I'll actually, it me personally, right. it like, I guess cinema, cinematography wise, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Like, just how they played it out. And the fucking opening beach scene was just fucking hilarious as fuck mm-hmm. to me. Like, I was laughing oh the gosh. whole fucking time. Fucking
1: hilarious. Yes. She was trying to she was trying to get um get uh flag out the way. Mm-hmm. That was
5: the whole point of that. She was trying to get flag out the way first. I love. Hey, that is probably the best casting DC has. At Warner Brothers hey, has shout ever Shout out did.
4: King Shark too. King
5: yeah, King Shark. But like Amanda that Waller, that was my
4: nigga during the whole. That nigga wouldn't die for shit.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. He should have yes. died at
4: least eight times in this movie.
5: And something I didn't know he was a demigod. Yeah,
4: yeah. Didn't know you that know, DC but, got like eight of them type shit. They just don't use them.
5: And, uh yeah
1: okay. I'm gonna okay, organize know. this a little bit Xavier what's your thoughts on the overall story of this movie the script the overall story of this movie
5: I like the overall story it, it reminded me uh honestly it reminded me of, of the shit that they do in the in the cartoon movies honestly it did like Harley Quinn uh the the king the freaking whatever it do was the prime minister falling in love with Harley Quinn he, her shooting him in the chest And of course the, I mean I liked it The storyline I loved it, it It's Drane, a good movie
1: Drake what's your thoughts On the storyline Just the storyline
4: Storyline wise I, I enjoyed the story A lot fucking better Than the first one Shit like Yeah That's the best way to say it Like Hey I fucked up the storyline Don't get me wrong Like, It's James Gunn type shit Yeah that's, I love J- like huh? I like how he That's liked, a good I like director yeah. yeah I like how he do mm-hmm. movies So it's like I knew it was gonna be solid Regardless But the way he just Flips shit like It's cool. I liked it. Everybody died and shit.
6: I really wanted to really like this movie, but I can say I only just, I liked it. It didn't blow me out of the water. Uh, The story was a little, it was good in some places and some places it just didn't do great. I'll say I actually had an issue with King Shark. Like, I really wanted to like him. (laughs) Like, he had his moments for sure, but I felt like they tried a little too hard for him to be the lovable Fucking group
4: character type shit. James Gunn, man. You know right. he got to have one.
6: The, Damn,
1: it is yeah. true. To me, the plot and the story, was it was just okay. I'm with Tony. It was okay. I'm just going to say it. It's like the first Suicide Squad to me. I, li- I like I like, the characters more than I like the story to me. like I like Idris Elba just as much as I like Will Smith for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. I just like both of them and them parts. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't like the stories too much, I like them characters acting in their parts really much. Uh, hey, lot. when he was in
4: jail- Yelling at his yep. daughter. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck
1: you. <laughs> the, character, the characters carry character, this movie too. Just like just like the, old, the original Suicide the original, Squad. So. Yeah. So the story just didn't do much. I like James Gunn, but I, I don't think this is his best work, to be honest with you. It's I don't a think lot better work,
4: than the first one to me, so I'm okay. Because <laughs> yeah, that shit at the ve- end yeah. pissed me off of the, at the first one. They didn't do, did, like, at least with Starro and shit, they did a lot better than shit. The damn it was, enchantress, and then the big fire nigga, then the, the flame nigga became a big ass just god thing, and still you know yeah fuck the first one at the end. That's just the first one. That's the best I can say. And um, that's I, how I feel about the first one. I wanted to like that one.
1: The only part of this plot that I like is them going to the the country that they went to with, with the cool and all that stuff. That's the that's all part of the story that I really like. But other than that, I really didn't care much for Starro either. I'm just being honest. I really didn't care much for. I just don't care much for big CGI villains. John Cena did his thing, though. Hell,
5: yeah, man. That's some J- Hey, that was John good. John Cena
1: did. You
4: know, John Cena really wanted them type of niggas to do shit like that. But well, ain't that like his first time just on some evil shit?
5: Yeah, and they're going to. I mean, it helps set up the TV show he's doing also. But so they he's had to become, put a little bit he's more. He's
6: become quite a much better actor than he was. Right. Yeah, like, he done,
4: he done came up type shit acting wise.
5: Oh, yeah. Okay, because everybody said they hate Fast and the Furious, but he did good in Fast and the Furious, bro. Did real good. Wait, in I
4: there. haven't seen. I haven't seen him watch this. All
5: week.
1: right, let's go back to Xavier. What's um? What's your favorite? Who who are some of your favorite characters in this movie?
5: Uh, I like the Ratcatcher. I, I don't know. I just like that. She's dope. She, yeah, Ratcatcher and of course Amanda Waller, all time favorite character. That's one of my all time favorite comic book antagonists. Yeah. And, uh, she, <laughs> they, they just perfectly casted that role. Like
4: Viola Be- uh, Davis. L- is fucking Amanda. L- is Viola? Her
5: as a, Viola, Viola, Viola Davis. Viola, put, my put, bad. Put, putting her as Amanda Waller it was probably some of the best casting DC Warner Brother and DC has done in a while. Like she, she did her thing. Did she put on
4: the weight a little bit too and shit. Nah, she, no, she, no, she
5: didn't. I don't think she did. You know, she's skinny. Yeah, but she put on weight for the other movie, too. I think she was like, I don't know. There's another movie the she put movie on weight. Basically? But, yeah, like, I like the part when they hit her in the head and they knocked her. Out. I thought she that was going to get up and start funny. clearing. Hey,
4: that was, that was the, she, like, you heard the inspirational music when that shit happened. Yeah. Everybody I thought was she was going to get up and just
5: start clearing niggas out, just start shooting everybody in the head like she did the last movie.
4: But that mm-hmm. is like what the Suicide Squad is, though. Like, that epitome, that little moment type shit. Like, they was like, hey, we all kind of like felons like a motherfucker, but we going to do good today, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's like their redemption. Right. <laughs> Tony? I like
6: Bloodsport, probably my favorite. My nigga that's just because I feel Love Idris Elba. Like, true. He didn't have also, you know, yes, no fake accent. Whole, like the whole fake I mean fake The whole uh, being scared
4: of rats thing Was hilarious That you know? was <laughs> funny as fuck And then at the end He finally petted it He was I still drank, kind of
1: scared Dre right? what's your, some of your favorite characters In the movie
4: Real shit My nigga dot man Was out here, bro He saw All I he feel, saw was oh, his fucking man. mama
5: I feel so sorry for that man You can't even get married I bet You can't get married Ay, Or nothing Like that.
4: In the club <laughs> Bruh and, and he kept yes. Dancing on him No When he oh. looked at st- Nigga was like Idris was like dot. what did you see What it's your mom. Then she looked up. It's just her big ass up there. I'm like, hell nah, this nigga. Wild. I'm not gonna lie, that, but that, that that's whole real scene. deal. On some like mental shit, like yeah. that's really how it be. Like people be thinking like niggas are tripping, but now nah, you 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 do shit. You see shit like that at times. So some real shit. That's so true. I
5: like how they put that in there.
6: I didn't like his death scene. His death was a little too cliche
4: for me.
5: Bro, I, yeah. I was
4: hurt. I knew it was gonna happen.
5: Okay, that yeah. scene in that city, it kind of gave me Avengers vibe a little bit when he was telling them what to do and he was like uh uh kill shark i mean uh what what's the All name right. they gave the demigod name no yeah, no and he went in when they like Captain America like Hulk smash yeah like they kind of a little bit like that that's that's one negative i pulled from that but
1: some of my favorite characters i like bloodsport I he's my favorite and they were, i didn't think i was going to like the rat catcher chick cuz i don't like rats either but <laughs> she actually became like the heart of the movie man right yeah, yeah bro yeah her, i like her she was good, he's
5: going to kill He's going to Take the foolish and destroy it, and hide what America did.
1: I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, like, what's, your, what? what's, your was, fat, what's your least favorite part of
5: this movie? Least favorite part was um, I'm not trying to be like no, nah, cause there there was yeah that 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 right there um that little like that whole scene in the city kind of gave me like Avengers vibe vibes and how I wish they would have did more with King Shark. Like I like what he did and everything like that, but uh, I think Tony said it best, like how they kind of dwarfed him a little bit. To make him kind of like group. and like I wish they would did more with him like that. But uh, yeah, that's my Dre. It's hard, ain't it, <laughs> for a DC movie? It's hard to think. It was a few moments. No, okay, he deserved
4: that shit. But I say the CGI effect wise, when it happened was when the Thinker got killed and he got ripped in parts and shit, and then mm-hmm. slung. Yeah. It didn't. It, I wasn't convinced right there. You could have did some like got just a dummy and animatronic rip that bitch and then CGI it over it and it would have looked a lot better. But that's just the A of me type shit. I'd be looking at shit like that. <laughs> but uh, I guess oh. the other shit, my bad. Uh, I guess it was kind of rushed. Get what I'm saying? Like everybody that needed to have their backstory explained did, but. I don't know. It could have been fleshed out a little bit more, I guess. Tony?
6: Uh, I'm going to have to go with King Shark being my least favorite. Like I
4: said, I really wanted
6: to like him, like, a lot. And right. he he did have his moments, but I think James Gunn tried to push it just a little too hard for him to be that lovable oaf or whatever. He went for
1: what he knew right there. <laughs> oh, they were trying to make him like the group. So basically. I see what yeah. they were saying. I see what they you were know saying. You need that a big make- dumb nigga.
6: I, I like how they tried to make him the group and then it turns out Sebastian was the group, The rat.
5: Right? Oh, Wow, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> he Hey, the, the rat was really he's the unsung. The I cared soldier.
6: about I cared about him way more than King Shark. <laughs> Sebastian was real when he was running up Starro or running like
4: swimming in the aisles. Like, don't
6: drown,
1: little rat. I oh, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. when, he,
6: when they
4: was running up and Sebastian was the first one. I was like, damn, Sebastian, the real leader. Yeah, Type shit. Like, Sebastian die. got his shine on. He. Nigga waving at people and shit for no reason. Scared oh, the fuck out of. I was
5: mad. I was mad that they didn't use Mung Girl. I was mad that they killed her off so bad. Oh, so yeah, quickly. so quick. I was waiting on her to be in that bitch throwing fucking hands, bro, and just beating the shit out of everybody. I was mad that they didn't use her.
1: My uh, least favorite part is Starro. I'm just not a big fan of CGI villains with the with the mindless zombie whores and stuff. Uh, I just, I just can't. It was come book accurate though. They should have just no. But the more... one thing I can say <laughs> that
4: like them using Starro did that means I don't like the... time. I, I, shh,
5: I don't want to say the word.
4: That means we might be able to get another Green Lantern movie
5: because <laughs> yeah. Starro is a well. Green... No, they're coming out with the series. You know,
4: you know, that's You know, Starro is a Green Lantern villain. Yeah, they, I like. They uh,
1: come... I like my. Series. I like my villain, especially for like lore DC uh, heroes. I like it more ground level. I wish they would have just stayed with the coup storyline. I think that could have been way more interesting. They didn't have to put it all out there with the starro and the stuff like that. They yeah, could've, could've the over uh, overtaking the shit. That was a more interesting storyline than Starro to me. Way more interesting. And uh the big CGI fight at the end. I just, I'm just not a fan of huge CGI stuff. So that's my most least favorite part of the movie. Uh, let's go back to Xavier. Give us your rating out of ten. What's your rating for the Suicide Squad? Oh, wait,
6: wait. We're not gonna say our favorite parts
1: of the movie. Did we did already? We said our favorite characters. You want the oh, favorite well, part too? Yeah, favorite parts. Sample? Favorite What's parts. What's your
5: favorite part? <laughs> my favorite part of the movie was uh, oh that fight between Peacemaker and Rick Flag. That gave me like when he stabbed him in the heart with that tile. That gave me Mortal Kombat vibes. Like even like yeah, and and the gore in it also like he got
4: hit with an X ray.
5: Yeah, the gore overall in the movie it was good.
4: I, I hated that. I hated that he died.
5: Yeah, head. I was drove. I, I really didn't like Rick Flag that much. He looked kind of like a redneck. I
6: right? fucked. I fucked with him. So are you saying you don't like rednecks?
5: I like rednecks. They're awesome, but that don't look like.
6: But you said that was his. Your reason was that you don't like
5: rednecks.
7: Yes.
6: That no. I said he, say like say he looks like
5: he looks. He don't look like a freaking army general. Like he, that's how most. I, that's I like how most army, army generals
6: you're saying look. People, people that look like that can't be army generals.
1: Not,
5: actually, uh, let's move on for Xavier. I know <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony <laughs> trying try to Tony put me on. Tony, ah, Tony, I see what you're trying to do.
1: Tony, I'm, Tony, Tony, uh, ar- I'm gonna keep going. I can keep man, going, going all
5: day. I see what you're trying to your do.
1: Favorite
6: move, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my favorite part was that scene where they get to the, They have to go save flag and they get to the village and they just start killing everyone. Bruh, they get to the end and he's like. He's just chilling, drinking tea, and oh.
4: they have just murdered the whole, re- like, rebellion force. Like, everybody that was on your side, you just murked them.
6: It's like, why did my, why did none of my people tell me you were here? I okay. didn't see nobody.
4: Shit. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> well,
5: that was just mur- bro, that was a murder scene, bro. Right Nigga, there.
4: they had a whole competition about who could kill people cooler. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to show off, except when it's
1: dope as it's fuck.
5: fuck. <laughs> to do random dick picking there, like to the do right. randomly naked showed up, and I I feel like they didn't need that <laughs> in there. All
1: right, Dre, what's your favorite part of the movie?
5: Like,
4: all right, I say the end when Harley Quinn broke all the fuck out, and then they was real deal finna like playing a whole oh. rescue for this bitch, and she just like, "What's up, y'all?" <laughs> Yeah,
6: he was like, "It's a good
4: plan, too." <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I could go back in, and then you know, y'all could still do it. Now this bitch antagonizing us, <laughs> and then the first, the first storm when Pete Davidson was like, "Hey, I was the one that called and got shot, square in the fucking face," <laughs> and it just went down from downhill from there. That shit was just hilarious as fuck to me. I was crying, laughing. When they said that the rat
5: killed kids, I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna die first,
4: bro." And then no, and then at the end, he made it.
6: Oh,
1: I, yeah, Xavier he woke, didn't
5: see that. oh yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, that's the it. end credit. Oh
4: yeah, they I got was an had end like credit two minutes scene, left. too. They got
5: an end credit mm-hmm. scene too. I kind of figured.
1: My favorite part is um first I like I like Aegis album when he shot uh, Bloodsport when he shot a uh peacekeeper uh oh yeah bullet he shot through his bullet mm-hmm. he said, oh, smaller, yeah. smaller 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 bullets, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I like that talk that uh, Bloods, uh Bloodsport and uh Rat Catcher, Rat Catcher had on the on the on the the band they Oh yeah to like that. Told that bitch She had
4: day. daddy issues And she was like Nigga my daddy was Rat Catcher 1 What the fuck We I mean, was yeah, cool like <laughs> Nah okay. Yeah, yeah
1: it
4: was You
6: know what I will say James Gunn Has a really good Knack for flashbacks And stuff Cause I liked How they put the flashback On the window mm-hmm. Instead oh, of like yeah. flat,
4: Actually flashing back to it uh, It's just <laughs> Interesting The end when When good. Michael Wattiti Made that random ass Like guest appearance too because that was, I guess, her daddy.
1: Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, i rate out of 10. Drake. Yeah, hey, I'll give it a strong seven. Xavier. Eight. Tony.
6: I'll give it a seven, I guess. It's like a weak seven, not like Drake's strong seven.
4: <laughs> I'm a, still comparing it to the first one in my head type shit. That's why I like, I definitely take a, this one over the original.
1: You get a 6.5 from me. It's a solid movie. It's okay. It's watchable. It's, it's a solid movie. It's not DC's best work. I didn't expect much from them, though. So, uh, was it be- yes. was it better <laughs> than Black Widow? Of course. I gave okay. it 6.5. What do you mean? It's better okay. than more to come back to. So, okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and
5: yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll say that, yeah. yeah I agree.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, that concludes our review of the Suicide Squad movie. Baku has a
1: list for us. This, this is Eli's Undisputed List. I posted this list like two weeks ago, but... We done not had time for like the last two weeks, but uh, this list is about something that's been going on for the past month: the Olympics. This list is my top five Olympic gold medalists of all time. Okay. The Olympics is more than a sport, Dre. It's not just sports, man. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a event, man. It's, it's American history. Different, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. N- d- he's a, nigga, It's like nigga. It's American
4: history. That's the world, nigga.
1: <laughs> but not we we always on top, world. America. We always on top, man. Yeah, we
4: did. Yeah. We, hey, I do. like You know I'm all about blind patriotism, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Here's Eli's undisputed list. Number five of my top gold medalists of all time, USA gold medalists, USA gold medal. Number five is going to be Simone Biles, the gymnastics. The most gold medals of all time for women's gymnastics. She won the best, best gymnast I ever seen in my life. Even though I was, this year she had some mental stuff that kind of took out of, but she still came back, and won two medals, a silver medal and a bronze medal. So right. number five on my list is Simone Biles. What do you think about that? I'm, I'm okay with that. She the goat. I fuck with her. Yeah,
4: saying a few of her routine She be eating. Tony, do you root for
1: the USA when you look at the Olympics, though? Oh my of god! Of course. I, I, say,
6: like like Dre said, blind patriotism. Let's go. I'm just
1: asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking you know, you might have you might have like double loyalty. Once a
4: nigga say America, I'm
1: automatically this. She like, what's America. up? All right, number four on my list: top gold medalist of all time in the Olympics, Michael Phelps. One of the greatest events ever. Yeah. Watching him swim, man, like high as fuck. Everybody, man. everybody had to watch that man. All those, I forgot how many gold medals he won. I think he got like twenty or something like that. Amazing, twenty. Medalists. I remember when he, I gotta light my, I'm lighting my up for Michael Phelps
5: right now. I remember when he, I think it was Brazil when he won. He got up out the water. He was like, like doing like this, Yeah, like doing the yeah. money sign.
1: I was like, yes, bro. This dude is some kind of freakish mutant, man. When you see the way his body is, he's some kind of freakish, freakish he, yeah. mutant, man. That's why he was so good. He's well. a, he Aquaman. man. He a true. nephilim.
5: True. I think true. he's a nephilim.
1: Ain't that like half half what? Uh, angels and half human things?
5: Yeah, a big old giants. Yeah, that <laughs> was like. They say in, I say, <laughs> I think
1: he's using the wrong they, type they of
4: giants,
6: no, no, right they
5: now. Giant. Yeah, they live. They live in water too. Tony, what you think about what?
1: Michael Phelps, man?
6: Oh, it's great. What what the fuck? What? They have okay, see. They have I like, they I have, have Nephilims that live
5: in water. They not all of them live in water. They, in water. they have Nephilims that live in water. I try and to take come from, from it, so I've I'm never, never
4: heard of a fucking Nephilim that stays in water, nigga. That is research. a giant. I don't even Do you know Bitch, so, you really want to tell
5: me You sound like a Karen right now. Dig deep into Nephilims because it's more than just angels mixed with uh humans. So dig deep into it. Right, you should, see go, that's why I'm here now. Never heard of Baku? You Never Baku? heard of that. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. Don't don't just say because y'all don't want to stop it to
1: make me explain
5: it. Never heard it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Yard- true. He right. Xavier. right. right
1: this thing. Angels have sex with the humans, and then they made abominations. What else? <laughs> and they become mermaids. They were like giants some of them
5: live in water. Some of them live in water. Bro. Is this
1: Old Testament when God was wild? Yeah, yeah, Old
4: Testament. Okay, all right. Makes sense now. About to say
1: number three on my on my list. Oh, Eli's undisputed list of top Olympic gold medalists. Serena Williams, dominating the tennis gold medal thing for America, man. One of the greatest players of all time. Great for what she Go. stood for, man. Serena Williams is number three on my list. What y'all think about Serena Williams, man?
5: Go. I love her, and I hate every motherfucker that keeps saying that she looks like a man. Fuck all y'all, and y'all can, kiss, y'all can eat a dick, bro. She is fucking.
1: She's stacked, man. She's stacked, and she got a thumper.
5: <laughs> Leave that queen alone. AF. That's,
1: know, a, that, like a that, man. that's more than a thumper. That's more than a thumper. Hey, you gotta,
4: you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep that thick in too. That's
1: like a bazooka or something, bro. That's yeah. Uh, that's a moab, bro. That's your moab. You don't fuck her, she fucked you. Serena, I always had a question with Serena Waves, man. Uh, number two on my list. Damn, let me stop. Let me stop. Simping out. Number right two now. on my list of uh, my undisputed list of top Olympic gold medalists: LeBron James, Olympic gold medalist. LeBron James. How did he same? get on number two? LeBron James, he want two? I just medals. feel like there's a, like, a lot of
5: bias in that one. He's,
1: right? in a, he's an Olympic yeah. person? I mean, yeah. He, yeah, he played no, He played yeah. basketball.
5: Like, that's a team sport. Yeah, he
1: got some medals.
4: Yeah. But, oh, shit. Because I know I'm, I'm probably the latest fuck, but Space Jam 2,
1: it's a strong five for me, bro. It's a, it's a solid six for me. I like it. Too. It's a solid six for me, too. It, I like it. It was alright I, I actually like the story more high. The story had more heart to me Than the first Space Jam Yeah it
5: to be I, like the, I like how Yeah
1: It's good First, I felt like it was a little cheesy The first Space Jam Was just about Michael Jordan Being Michael Jordan <laughs> That's all it was about mm-hmm.
4: man I felt I I don't know Maybe it's like Basketball player The basketball players Can't act shit I don't know But it just felt Slightly cheesy to me What you think about The James Tony it's, 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 ch- it's for kids Yeah it's so a it's
1: kids like, movie. I get it yeah. you call burn James Tony about? I'm not a fan. Why not? Yeah. What's the matter with LeBron James being on the Olympic list, man? He's one of the greatest, greatest athletes of all time in America, man. What's the matter? Like, That's you, cool. you golly, you riding hard, ain't you? But he literally is one of the greatest athletes of all time. What are you talking about?
5: <laughs> we I agree, but golly, you mentioned that like six times right now. We only been talking for Number
1: <laughs> one on my list. This is the most important <laughs> Olympic moment of all time in my mind. Doing spitting right near Hitler face on his home te- home courts, okay. man. Talk about your boy. Jesse, Talk about your boy, Mother Effing Owens, man. Yes, the greatest sir. Olympic yes, sir. Of all time, man. Going over to Nazi the one Germany, nigga. Man.
4: Yes, the one nigga to piss off, damn near. He almost started fucking World War Two earlier, earlier yes. type shit behind it. Came like, home,
1: got had America's mad tooth cut for the Black Power sign and everything. Man, had mm-hmm.
4: racist black people, racist white people was mad, and Nazis was
1: mad, mm-hmm. and they couldn't do shit about. it. Went over there and beat the un, unbeatable area race man. Just smoked all of them. Man, Jesse Owens' top Olympic gold medalist of all time. That was Eli's undisputed list. Yes. That's a good list. Shit like that just make you an
4: automatic real nigga type shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's some bold shit. Hitler
5: got mad and left. He didn't want to watch it no more. Like I, that's, nigga,
4: you you made Hitler walk out his goddamn stadium. I,
5: I learned about I learned about Jesse Owens in sixth grade. Shout out to my teacher Jerry Scandal. All, I'm pretty sure real. Hitler had but, somebody yeah, murdered after that. It, 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 we was talking about the story and they say Hitler got up out his seat and fucking left. He's like, "Go." Uh, we're gonna go to a quick break, but when we come back, we have Kim Malou from Dallas Comedy Club coming in to join the Trap Nerds after this.
7: I will call
2: upon you to do a service for me Play the Godfather Now at Chumpacasino.com Welcome to the family
3: VGW Group, no purchase necessary Avoid where prohibited by law See terms and conditions, 18 plus Live Nation presents Concert Week Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber Dirk's Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids Megan Trainor, Bistle Sarah Sarah McLaughlin Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
5: All right, and we are back with Miss Kimberly Alou, improv instructor at Dallas Comedy Club, opening up September 1st here in the city of Dallas. Bringing comedy back to Deep Ellum, finally. Uh, Miss Kimberly Alu, how are you?
2: I'm doing so well. Thank you all so much for having me today. I am so excited to chat with you boys.
5: So oh, so, so good to see you. So good to have eyes. you here. Yeah, I know. I get a ton of talking about it. But as we were talking <laughs> before the show so, uh, about Dallas Comedy Club, so just tell us a little bit about it and what you do there and everything. The yeah, DCC.
2: DCC, that's, yeah, that's right. It. Uh So Dallas Comedy Club is a new comedy club opening in Dallas, Texas, specifically in Deep Ellum on September 1st is when we open doors. Um, And I am the director of education. So besides having comedy shows going seven nights a week, uh, we're going to have a full uh, training center here where students can come and take improv classes and stand up, storytelling, sketch, the whole gambit. Um, And I'm the director of education for all of it. So I'm basically the one who organizes all the teachers and chats with students who aren't sure if they want to take classes or not. And, you know, I'm basically just a a big old babysitter for our teachers. But it's a great job. And I love it so So much. What?
4: Professor X, basically, right now, without the wheelchair. Exactly,
2: <laughs> Professor X. Exactly, and maybe I'll shave my head.
4: You can pull it off. You <laughs> might be able to pull it off.
1: <laughs> Thank you. What it was? Chanel don't lie Connor. This woman, man. Don't lie to this woman.
4: Drake, don't lie to this woman. <laughs> was that the one? <laughs> that shaved her head. head. Yeah, that was Chanel Connor.
5: Yeah. yeah, but that was on some different stuff. I mean, that, that hey, wasn't
1: no superhero. Nah, Jada Pickett nah, randomly did it. Wasn't Britney Spears the first one who shaved her head? Yes, okay, okay, she no, was. She no, was no, OG. Can we not do that one, no. She <laughs> shaved Hashtag her free head Britney. For, free, Britney.
2: <laughs>
5: free Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> so uh, so how, like, how did it come about? Like, How did you get started in improv and education and comedy. How did you get started in the whole thing and come to Dallas? Well, go
2: well go. I, w- I was I was one years old and no, um I <laughs> <about> I <laughs> have been an actor and really um of a, an improviser. Yeah, I, I tricked you guys for a second. Um I've been an actor and improviser for close to at this point close to fifteen years. Um it's the only thing I've ever done and ever been good at is is uh, acting and, and playing make believe. Mm-hmm. So um When I graduated high school, I went the conservatory route, and I did, like, a two-year acting program um, that brought me out to L.A., and that's where I started um, really getting involved in, like, the sketch and improv stuff. I did a lot at Second City, Second City Hollywood. Um, I actually got to perform for Key and Peele, which was really cool. Um, Yeah, it was a really cool experience. I have a hashtag tattoo on my ankle from that night to commemorate it. Um, Yeah we did a show called sweet tweets that um, mm. was all about taking celebrity tweets and uh, writing sketches about how those tweets came to be so um, oh, Key really and Peele were yeah so Key and Peel were there doing something and um, we kind of ran into them backstage and I like begged them to stay and watch our show and so we watched them sort of like slip in the in the back once the show started and they didn't stay for the whole thing but they stayed for a big chunk of it and then they sort of slipped out before the show ended and uh you know I I think about that every day. I'm like, oh man, Kim Peele watched me he make a complete <laughs> fool of myself as Courtney Kardashian. Um, and uh, so I lived out in LA doing a lot of comedy stuff out there. And then um, in 2014, I moved to New York back uh, back east. I'm from New Jersey originally, no so. Um, Joy, you see it, girl. And when I got to New York, uh, same thing. I sort of just dove right into the improv stuff again. I was uh, doing classes and shows at the People's Improv Theater. Mm -hmm. um, And maybe two, I guess at this point, like three years ago, I transitioned from just being a performer there to teaching. Mm -hmm. And uh, really, really fell in love with teaching this because it's so, it's magic. Just watching people who are so scared to step on stage suddenly trust themselves and have so much fun playing make-believe like we're little kids again. Uh, And uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, I was one of only four teachers who said yes to teaching improv online. And Mm -hmm. Rosie Carruth, who is one of the co-founders here at DCC, was one of my, love the bosses. Uh, She was one of my first students online. And we just kept, uh, she kept taking classes from me throughout the pandemic. And eventually she was like, hey, me and my husband are opening this club. Would you have any interest in moving down? Down to Dallas, and I was like, why the yeah, hell not? Right. I, I was <laughs> yet and, so I was like, yeah, yes, and let's do it. Uh, and so that's how I ended up here. And it's been an amazing, amazing time here in Dallas. I've only been here for like mm. 17 days, but I love Deep Ellum. Deep I Ellum ab-
5: is amazing. Oh my That's god! My it's place.
2: such a cool spot. That's
4: my place. I love Deep Elm. I just can't stand the, they the clubs. They DJs suck. To me. <laughs> Which is, club? Uh, it was a black what? and it was a black and white club that is like the inside got something. but then at the top they got a DJ up there too. When's the
5: last time you went to Deep Elm? Oh,
4: uh, last time I was lined up that night. Uh, oh, okay, remember that night we we did the stuff okay, so at, at the Dacorish shop.
5: Okay, that's what he but
2: I love how cryptic Dre is being about, you know, that night where we went to the place.
5: <laughs> you know the one. But well, we did the thing. You know the <laughs> one. Not that, one, that <laughs> one. But Deep Elm is dope. I, I, I've, I've worked there. I did parking enforcement. I used to run the meters like oh, six, seven years ago. And that's actually how I met the old owner of Dallas Comedy House, uh, Kyle Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually was about to write him a ticket. He's like, "Hey, come to the open mic." <laughs> I'm like, "No ticket, okay." <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> but so yeah, old. like, so <laughs> I, I've always I've always had the love for D, like Deep Elm is an amazing. Place, Wait, so that's like your it. origin story where you started the comedy club. Part of you it. was finna give us the dude a <laughs> ticket,
4: and he was like, "Just come in and now look at you." Started from the bottom, baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, now he's here.
5: But yeah, that's that's my uh, Deep Elm is a dope place to be. Um, but yeah. I did. So I do have a question. Like, I've, um, I've gotten really familiar with doing open mics lately. Because I like doing stand up also, so I was wondering what do you what do you guys have planned for like you know local comedians that that wants to do open mic, that want to work in Terry and stuff like that.
2: We have so much. I'm so excited. Um, we are going to do every Wednesday night. We're going to have you know a classic open mic uh, list. will start at seven, mm. and then uh, you know it'll officially start at seven thirty. Um, and once a month, we're going to be doing what we're calling the feedback mic, uh, and that's going to be hosted by Rudy Rush, who is a comic uh, out of New York, out of Harlem. Specifically, he used to be the MC and host at the Apollo Theater. And um, the feedback, mic is really cool because it's going to be a much smaller pool that gets to get up and do their material. But you'll do two to three minutes of material. And then Rudy uh, right there will give you two to three minutes of feedback on that material. So it's a little bit of a workshop where you're getting to work with a stand up um, on material that you're you're workshopping. And instead of just doing it for a room full of stand ups and not really knowing if it's hitting or not, you're going <laughs> to get to get some feedback on that stuff. Uh, uh, that set immediately to see like oh is my stage presence where it should be or am I oh. holding the mic weird or is this even a funny joke yeah
7: exactly yeah it's just
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dre see you're ready for it that's what we're gonna put you right behind Rudy oh, Rudy will be all love and you'll just be like mm, pass oh shit
4: uh- here, here go my origin story now god damn oh, i now too uh-oh
2: So those are the two that we're starting off with immediately. And then um, we want to do another once a month mic um, hosted by a woman named Lauren Davis, who um, is such an awesome woman. She's also from Dallas, originally spent some time in New York city and now is back in Dallas. Um, And she uh, she's going to be hosting a mic that's geared towards women's standups to try and get them to come out a little bit more. Um, We don't get to see nearly as many female standups at open mics as any of us would like so she's trying to do a once a month mic that's kind of geared towards them so that way women have like a nice safe space to go try their material out uh so i'm really excited those are the the three that we'll be starting off with with the intention of having a lot more once people know about dcc and start showing up
4: so is that the ladies night basically
2: ladies night baby i know we're male stripper. Yep. Dre, I'm are you free on that? Thursday night? I'm
4: not gonna. No, I, that's not
5: me anymore, God damn
4: it! <laughs> what did I it tell you, college. Dre?
5: What did I tell it you? It was college. I told you, Dre. Dre, I told you we're pimping you out, dude. Bro, can y'all stop? We already Okay, no.
4: All right, childish <laughs> shit. They was like, when we first started, right? They was like, we got to get our views up. They was like, Dre, you got to start putting out. Wait, what the fuck is putting out? I mean, yeah, you never <laughs> wear a shirt.
5: Wait. Are like, y'all trying to hold me?
7: <laughs> oh, <Yes>. oh, no!
5: <laughs> First of all, no. Uh, but honestly, that's dope that you guys are doing that for at least for the uh, improv and for the um, stand-up comedians to do come in there and do, work out their material. Cause it's rough out here in Dallas.
2: <laughs> what do you mean by it's rough? I, I just got here. You guys, you got to clue me into what the scene is here. I'm still it's, learning. I've only gotten to see like one or two shows. Um, one at um, backdoor comedy and at the Red Room, and I can't remember the name of the club now.
5: Uh, Backdoor Comedy. I haven't been there yet. That's in Rich. It's it's pretty far away from me. That's why yeah. I was about to say that's on the, the other idea. side. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Backdoor Comedy. It's an amazing club, but they had a lot of rules with theirs. And my material is
7: mm-hmm.
5: uh, it's not it's not like cursy, but it, it's not like stuff. That, I say the N word. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> it makes people uncomfortable, I guess, over at Baccaria.
5: Yeah. But it's it it teaches me to know my crowd better also. So sure. know your audience. And that's what uh McKinney Comedy Arena taught me like to know my crowd. You know, I was with a whole, totally different crowd with them. But that was super far. It's like an hour away from me. Yeah. Arlington improv, that's where I was doing most of my uh open mic set, but even that far away from me. So it it wasn't It wasn't consistent. I had to hop around a lot. You know, you got to hop around a lot. So, which is good for when you're working on material, but still, you know, it's good to have one place to come to.
2: Yeah. We're excited to have you, Xavier. It's going to be really great having you uh, part of our, I don't know if Xavier shared with all you gentlemen, but he was recently placed on an improv club team, uh, which means he was cast out of a pool of 70 improvisers that came out and auditioned. Mm-hmm. Um, we only, we took 40 out of those 70 and placed them on five different teams and they're going to be performing throughout September all the way through February um, on Wednesday evenings, and Xavier's got an amazing team, and I'm so excited to see y'all play. It's gonna be so much fun.
5: Next, you a survivor, she, baby. Be blushing and shit. Hell yeah, you a survivor.
4: <laughs> you ain't gonna let me stop.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it was like I said, it, it was dope. Let's talk about that a little bit though, because yeah. it was dope. As as you asked, the uh, director of education, and everything that's. I mean, it's perfect place for you. Because, like I said, during the interview, like, your energy was so good. Like, it kept everybody's energy up. That second callback where it was, like, three hours in there for three hours. I didn't even know I was in there for three hours. Time went by so fast. You guys, you uh, you guys, I forget the other guy name that was in the back. Ian. Of- Ian. Ian. Ian I was, my bad, Ian. Don't hate me. But, uh, <laughs> Xavier's you, not good with names. Time yeah, so You have fun, I'm, man. But, yeah, you guys is in the back. Y'all was – Y'all was laughing with us and everything like that. It, it just made the atmosphere so good. So, I mean, people in Dallas, in the DFW area, it's a good atmosphere. And she she brings it. Miss Kimberly Alou brings a good atmosphere oh. all the time. And she brings the energy. Can I call time. you Kim Kim? No. Just-
2: oh, you can call me Kim Kim. The only one I don't like is Kimmy. I hate Kimmy. It makes me feel like a child. And I am not a child. Right. Uh, so, Kim Kim is fine. Kimbo is fine. But no Kimmy. Damn, never, you um, don't look like
4: Kimbo. That's a new one. Oh,
2: I, I, listen, my little brother calls me Kimbo Slice. I was just and I am like,
4: about if somebody on. be like, hey, you I'm going to get Kimbo Slice on you, and then you walk out like, what's up? <laughs> you you, gotta <laughs> cry, you cry, cry, got a like
5: you, you do kind of like you, you can beat ass, but like act innocent after. Like, I didn't do that. Nice. Yeah,
2: exactly. I play a perfect, like if this was a true crime podcast, I'd be the number one suspect, you know, like the crazy ex-girlfriend. Um, Xavier, <laughs> thank you so much for that lovely compliment. Oh, I, no uh, no, I like, have a lot of energy. You look like
4: one of them nerdy girls that if somebody talks shit to you, you're going to instantly take the glasses off and become an MMA fighter out of nowhere. And then it's just like, oh, her hands are illegal. <laughs> you look to like Ronda Rousey right there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: wwe version but still close enough But yeah in the two times that i came there that's the atmosphere i got so you know i had to tell you that it's good well that's what we're
2: aiming for we want everyone who walks in the door at dcc whether they're a performer a student a staff member an audience member that they just feel nothing but good energy a lot of love and support Mm -hmm. um, and that they want to keep coming back that's we're really trying to create a An awesome community of comics. And something that I've really noticed here in Dallas is that places like the improv or uh, these other clubs, they're tending to bring talent in from out of Dallas to yeah, try and yeah. like boost up their club which is fair, right? Like yeah. we're definitely yeah, bringing in right. talent yeah, from outside is. of Dallas as well mm-hmm. but we really are trying to establish what the comic comedy scene is here. What is Dallas when it comes to comedy? Who are the comics here and mm-hmm. how can we make them the new big name? I want people to talk about Dallas the same way they talk about Chicago or New York or LA when it comes to comedy. Yes. There is nothing down south that is the comedy uh, hub and yeah, I've, um, I saw a lot of talent here at those mm. auditions, and I really believe that Dallas can be that comedy hub down here in the south.
5: So that is that's how Austin for the south. Austin yeah. is Austin is building comedy up really well. Also. Oh, They've got
2: music. They've got but their South by still, Southwest. That's, that's what I'm about you to know. say,
5: but they're, they're still latching to, like, it's like they're, they're they're rejecting, like, they're trying to reject comedy a little bit, so, so I agree, I them like, Dallas that. That. Yeah, yeah. I'm, from, yeah. so I'm, I'm in Louisiana.
4: It's like, that's like the uh, land they be talking about, you know, on Lion King. They be like, that's Texas. Yeah, <laughs> They don't know how to make gumbo. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, uh, that's why I like to hear, like, making Dallas the comedy hub. It's a lot of talent here. And I learned that doing the uh, open mics at the Improvs and uh, McKinney uh, Comedy Ring. I learned it's a lot of talent out here. And, yeah. t- and And like I said, Deep Element is a popping area. Like, it is. It's, it's an influx. So it's an influx it of a lot is. of people. And they just built, like, two free, freaking condos down there that I didn't even know that they built down there. Really? So, like, it, it's it's going to have a lot of pool. I already know. It. And, like, the energy that y'all give off, is going to be amazing. I gotta call you Kim what? Kim
4: the Conqueror now. First she started Oh
2: I love that. The, the,
4: the conquest started in Joycey. Then she was so then is. she hit the expedition to Cali, took over, and was like, all right y'all, I'm finna go back home for a minute, chill in the kingdom of Kim Kim the Conqueror. Shing shing. I don't know why I made you know when the swords like do the little something. my bad. And now her latest conquest, the south. The uncharted, it's the no man's <laughs> land. Douche, douche.
5: <laughs> Major origin story. John Snow, John it. Snow ain't got shit on Kim Kim. Nah, just
7: no. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, what are some of your methods when you're teaching improv, or when you're looking, or when you're looking at groups of improv, and also when you're teaching it? What are some of your methods to help people grow, and what are some of your methods that make you say, oh, "I like those people there. I, I like." what they're doing you know what I mean
2: so the biggest thing so I have there's like two different answers to this question when it comes to like watching people in an audition setting what I'm Mm -hmm. looking for is someone who's not trying to be funny necessarily they're just super present and they're finding ways to support their teammates on stage um finding ways where how can I the the, one of the biggest rules with improv is don't try and be funny try to make your scene partner look like a genius and if you're both trying to do that then the scene is going to be hilarious and you're both going to look good. Um, So that's a big thing I'm looking for in an audition uh, is not necessarily someone who's trying to make joke, 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 joke is just present Mm -hmm. and really living in the moment with their scene partner. When it comes to teaching, the big philosophy that I I bring to the table with every student is you are enough. Uh, Something that a lot of improvisers, when they start off, that they try to do the joke, 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 or they try to hide behind characters or silly voices or hunchbackers backs and weird body stuff. And really, at the end of the day, we are all hilarious just as we are. Uh, Nothing is funnier than real life. And if we are comfortable just being ourselves and embracing whatever reality you and your scene partner are creating together, nothing can compare to that. So I really just try to impart on every student that I work with that you are enough. You, Xavier, are enough. You, Dre, are enough. You are all enough. Hell
4: yeah! I needed that boost of confidence. That's it. You
2: are enough. We are all enough. Um, and once, and it, it's a lot easier said than done. It's something that I struggled with when I first started doing improv. But once students make that breakthrough of being comfortable in their own skin and really embracing the fact that they are enough. The mm-hmm. scene work just gets to a new level. They're so funny. They're so present. They're unafraid of the unknown. And that's all improv is it's all unknown. Mm-hmm. So just embracing that right from the get go, it just sets you up for success so fast.
5: I honestly, like, doing, the, again, back to the audition, not trying to talk about me too much. But <laughs> it's you, baby. But not, uh, I,
4: right now, uh. <laughs>
5: Like that's like that's another thing that helped me feel more comfortable because I'm not really I haven't done, done really much performing in front of the stage like I'm just not getting yeah. used to it. it helped me feel comfortable that the other people on the stage was you know knew I didn't even know who they was but they were supportive in, yeah. in both groups they were supportive and. You know, the people in the crowd were, who was also improv team, they were laughing. So it, it helps. you know, yeah. and it helps you realize that, yeah, you are enough. Cause Like I was doing random stuff and I'm like, okay. And this stuff that I always do. So I'm like, okay. I've always been doing the right thing. This simplifies it.
7: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, you're yeah.
5: enough. Be yourself. Truly, no one
2: it can bring what you bring to the table. And that goes for every single person who steps on a stage. Is there is no one that's gonna think of the same thing that you're gonna think of um, because you're your own person, as we always say, right? Like we're all individuals. We can be bunched up into little groups and typecast all we want, but at the end of the day, there is no one like Xavier Poole except for Xavier Pool. <laughs> so embracing that and just trusting that that is enough, I mean, you can't you can't help but kill it every time you get up on stage. Uh, and it's something that I think a lot of stand-ups, while they may not love improv, I always tell my stand-up friends to go take like a level one improv class because yeah. it gets them so much more comfortable yeah. on stage and yeah. just being themselves in a way that um they can't always get to on their own just mm-hmm. doing stand up
5: yeah and, and, and that's true, so true that, speech that a good came
4: like in one of them flashbacks in the movie where like everybody losing, and then you just hit a you are no and then everybody start winning again <laughs> right, no. and then everybody just start winning and then the inspirational music come in out of nowhere mm-hmm. <laughs> My bad. so uh we're, now. we're getting ready
5: <laughs> <laughs> We're getting ready to wrap. So I just wanted to mention that the uh, mention the comedians that they're gonna be having on the comedy lineup at Dallas Comedy Club uh opening September first. Uh we have Raj Sharma, Paul Vorhees, Dion Edwards, and Brett Ernst. I think I pronounced all their names right. Yeah, you did. You
2: got it. <laughs> Congrats, man. But these See,
5: are the guys Yeah, but these are the guys that's gonna be performing at the club. Anything else you would you like to plug in and let everybody know
2: about? Uh, yes, please go to Dallas Comedy Club Training Center dot com. Um, if you're interested in taking a class, we have a bunch of different classes open for enrollment right now. We're also offering um, what we're calling student advocate positions, which is essentially what we're calling our TAs. So if you're interested in taking a class, but also working more closely with an instructor while doing so, you can take a class for free and you basically get to TA that class as well. And uh, there's also a few different scholarship options available for individuals who maybe can't afford a class. So definitely go check out that website um, and take a class because our instructors are incredible. Um, I developed the curriculum, so I'll just toot my own horn. Toot, toot. It's a great curriculum. Uh, And and even if you've taken a bunch of improv classes elsewhere, I promise you'd anyone here in Dallas, there is going to be stuff in every single one of these uh, improv classes that you have never seen before. Um, I'm coming from a background, like I said, from LA and New York, as well as some training in Chicago. So um, it's going to be a really cool, interesting curriculum that I think a lot of folks here have never seen before. So check that out. Enroll in a class and come by the club and say hi. Uh, let, me, let me know you listen to this podcast and I'll, I'll give you a big hug. First
4: of all, <laughs> you had a conquest in Chicago too? Kim, Kim.
2: The
5: Conqueror. Oh, that's right, Drake. Kim, Kim, the Conqueror. <laughs> she, she, Nah, I don't. I do That's a <laughs> well, real now. Chirp, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> hey, well, Kimberly, we appreciate <laughs> 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 we we appreciate you for joining us today, and thank you so much for bringing that good energy. And um, I can't wait, uh, you know, for September first. Everybody, make sure y'all go to Dallas Comedy Club September first. I'm definitely making the trip.
2: Yes, thank you all so much for having me today. This was so fun.
5: I enjoyed myself.
4: It went so fast. Right. I, I know. I feel oh, yeah. It's so hard to say goodbye.
5: <laughs> That's Dallas Comedy Club at 3036 Elm Street, Dallas, Texas, 75226. Again, 3036 Elm Street in Dallas, Texas. Guys, Dallas Comedy Club opened up September 1st. Thanks again, Ms. Kimberly Alu, for joining us. And it was fun. It
7: was hilarious and yeah, fun. It was super
6: yeah, fun. fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this
5: interview. <laughs> All right. Well, that was incredible energy, man. that so was good. an
6: incredible
5: energy, guys. Incredible energy. The energy math, the term, down. The math term. You
7: know
5: the <laughs> yeah. Fuck all y'all. Y'all been on powerful motherfucker. Whole, you know when Windows <laughs> shut down? Da, da, da. <laughs> that was snakes right there. Well, was that was crazy. an incredible interview with Miss Kimberly Alu of Dallas Comedy Club. So everybody, let's sign off. Dre, let's start with you. I
4: don't feel (laughs) comfortable But I'll just fuck with y'all, man Uh, Follow me on all shits You know, social media I need to stop calling everything Fucking shits And saying and shit But anywho Follow me on all social medias At Popcorn the Zombie Uh, Yeah, shout out to everybody That's once again still Messing with me on Twitch and stuff While I be playing the game I'm still I'm starting over on Assassin's Creed Valhalla Well, I never actually started So now I'm just getting it in And I'm starting over on Red Dead Redemption 2 so you know, if you catch me on Twitch and you know I'm live, come in, hop in the comment section. Hey, trolls are welcome, cause I'll sit in, I'll sit right here and talk shit. To <laughs> and you know the hands on Mortal Kombat are still open like the Bible, so fudge with me.
6: VX Smash on all platforms. I uh, might have a new look coming. I hope it's not oh, the look shit. that we saw
4: last. No, week. it's not. Bro. Hey, have you ever got your Reddit <laughs> name? was you still never able to get the reddit name
6: Uh, no no the fuck back dude
4: i am still the real
6: vx Vash on reddit (laughs) the other guy stole my shit
4: fuck that guy
5: if you show whoever you are if you show yourself we'll bring you on the show to talk about how you're a thief
4: vx Vash on reddit i will find you with these certain set of skills i've learned unless you like a
5: government hacker or some shit like technical i'm cool i don't want no smoke
4: and I will make you delete your Reddit profile, or at least change your name, so Tony can
5: get it. Oh, we're not threatening bitch. like freaking the Prime Minister of China or some shit. He can get it too. On cribs. Uh, Baku. E two thousand on Instagram. Peace. Wow. Uh, okay. So, uh. That was short. <laughs> yeah. No, damn. no sundress. I need to stop
4: talking so much on my outros. Then, huh? Damn. <laughs> well uh,
5: follow me on Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, uh, TikTok, EXMANPG, XMPG. Make sure y'all follow the Trap Nurse Podcast. It is our anniversary month, so we is planning some pretty, pretty dope stuff um, for this month. Um, so just make sure y'all keep following us. Sorry about the uh, the watch party. I had some stuff tripping with OBS, I guess because I hadn't used it in a while. But make sure y'all just keep up with the Trap Nurse Podcast. If you're in Dallas, come see your boy. September 1st, Dallas Comedy Club. Uh other than that, we out of here. We finna be one, y'all. Started from the bottom, bitch. Now we hit. Have... Listen to the Trap Nurse podcast every Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month
2: financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here,
3: right now. Right Rug Flooring.
6: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.